Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rana McBerto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show today. Today is the first day of our new time, noon, uh, noon Eastern till 1 Eastern. In other words, 11 a.m. Central to noon Central. Anyhow, I had to do this. For those who don't know, my daughter had a stroke and I'm here in Washington, D.C. The program is coming directly from Washington, D.C. now. And the idea is that we had to move the hours so that I could take care of her at the time that the rehab center allows me to do it there. When she gets back to the apartment and gets home, we may have another time change. I will be sure to let everybody know. But while we are here, thank you so kindly for staying with me. We may have a slim audience because, again, uh, it's not percolated. I sent it out in a newsletter. I sent it out in, in both our newsletters, Substack and the, the, the regular Politics Done Right newsletter, and I placed it on our page. But you know how social media is, how emails are. A lot of emails go directly to your junk. A lot of social media goes directly unclaimed, or many times the algorithm doesn't even get the information out. But anyhow, we are here today, and we hope to get our built audience at noon, and we'll take it from there. But anyhow, anyhow, we have a great program for you today. And by the way, before I forget, you guys were wonderful. The PDR Posse, family and friends, or uh, we have a village. Egberto Willies, I can say one thing. My village supported. My village supported. And let me tell you, folks, it turns out that we were able to get the equipment. We're still working on this piecewise equipment that's not working very well. I did a lot of tweaking last night to see if we could get a little bit more out of this. And I'm hoping that I'm not very skewed with the video right now. So we did a lot of work to do that over the weekend to do some testing, etc., etc., etc. But the equipment should be in tomorrow. And it'll take me a couple of days to set it up and reinstall and get licenses and all that kind of stuff put together but we will have this space this tiny little space set up perfectly as the new politics done right uh, studio for some time to come until i get my baby healthy again so that's what we are going to be doing folks but i want to just give one big thank you to a wonderful village that made much of this enhancement possible. That is what community is all about. That is what a village is all about. That is what society is all about. And that's what I really strive for. If you notice, I still have the GoFundMe link. I, actually, I thought I had taken it off. But the, the fact of the matter is anything over what we've already collected will go into parking and all that good stuff. Anyhow, folks, look, let me tell you. Um, we have a great show. Title of the show today is Zachariah Proves Need for Build Back Better. Also, The Other Big Lie, Defense, and Scarborough Slams GOP. And I, I But I want to take it on a lighter tone. But first of all, I want to say, Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. New time, same golden content. I love you, my brother, for calling our content uh, good. But let me go ahead and play that first video for you, and then we'll take it on the other side. The big lie continues. Mm -hmm. Steve Scalise on Fox News, Joe Scarborough mm -hmm. really called him out. Listen to this, and then we'll check it out on the... 
The big lie is alive and well among Republican leadership. Yesterday, the number two House Republican minority whip Steve Scalise repeatedly refused to say the 2020 election wasn't stolen when pressed by Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday. Do you think the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump. Well, Chris, I've been very clear from the beginning. If you look at a number of states, they didn't follow their state passed laws that governed the election for president. So you think the election was stolen? What I said is there are states that didn't follow their legislatively set rules. Last time, I promise, do you think the election was stolen or not? It's not just irregular. It's states that did not follow the laws set, which the Constitution says they're supposed to follow. When you see states like Georgia cleaning up some of the mess and people calling that Jim Crow law, that's a flat out lie. It's really unbelievable. Look at Liz Cheney's that, That's just sleazy. Yeah. That really is sleazy. It's cynical. It's despicable. Let me use the word. It's okay to use the word. It's deplorable. Deplorable. Let me say it again. Mm. Still lying and spreading lies for your constituents and the American people about what happened in last year's election is deplorable. When you have Trump justices across the United States saying there wasn't any widespread voter fraud, when you have the Supreme Court of the United States saying, yes, there were the in Pennsylvania, the the Supreme Court uh, let uh, overrode what the state legislature did. Uh, We should take a look at that at some point. It's not going to change the outcome of the election, said Alito and Thomas. Let's just take a look at it because it may have an influence in future elections. But I had no. So everybody. You could go down the list. How about just his common sense? He knows better. Well, he, of, of course. We all know this has, that this he has, knows This has better. nothing to do with him lacking common sense. It has everything to do with Republicans who lack common decency. Madisonian democracy doesn't work if you only respect elections when your side wins. That's what they do in communist countries. That's what they do in fascist countries. Hey, Steve Scalise, that's not what they do here, all right? Republican Congresswoman and member of the January 6th Select Committee, Liz Cheney, responded to the Scalise comments in a tweet that reads in part, perpetuating the big lie is an attack on the core of our constitutional republic. We spend a lot. You know, what I wish, I mean, I understand all of this, and this is great that Joe Scarborough uh, is, is, is condemning Steve Scalise, et cetera, et cetera, and Brzezinski doing the same thing. However, I wish, instead of just saying big lie, big lie, big lie, we started talking about democracy, democracy, democracy. Over 8 million people more so than voted for Donald Trump voted for uh, Biden. It needs to be said over and over again. It needs to be said that many, many more people wanted Joe Biden than they wanted Donald Trump. It needs to be said that the country is really not a democracy until we get rid of the Electoral College. It needs to be said that that California has two senators and other uh, small states with under a million have two senators. It's a disaster. It, it is undemocratic. It needs to be said that gerrymandering, where the proportion of representatives you send to the state, to the, to both the state houses and the federal house, 
is incorrect if gerrymandering does not allow itself to represent a representative democracy in which your representative repre represent the number of people that want that particular issue in the state. This is not a democracy, and Donald Trump is trying to move it further, and the Republican Party is simply cauterizing what Donald Trump has really brought out that has always been the tenet of their party. You know, and, and that is one of the things that I think. It, it behooves me that, you know, we, we, we talk in these terms about, uh, you know, big lie and all of that. And these, these we, we start talking in these, in memes, we start talking in hashtags, big lie, uh, you know, all these different memes that we use. But the thing about it is eventually people stop associating what it really means to the meme and the meme takes on its own character and it's like uh, Democrats are just into the big lie meme and Republicans uh, 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 hate the big lie meme. And then we have the, it, it is the same with, what, what do we call it, uh, Medicare for all meme versus not having, med I mean, we have to start talking about what these things actually do to people for people. These guys are, by having this big lie, they're making good people believe something that's not true. In effect, they are the one that or they are the ones that are fomenting insurrections. So I think we have to get away from just saying it's the big lie. And I'm using it myself, right? The big lie. And starting to say that they're making their constituents stupid. They're making their constituents believe in things that are not true. They're making their constituents understand, not understand what's really occurring in society. And then we have to give examples. We have to go out there and say they have all of, Don and we have to say this continuously, all of Donald Trump's judges ruled against anything that claimed there was some sort of fraud in the election. Judges appointed by Donald Trump. Donald Trump's own sec uh, own um uh what is it attorney general somebody that has lied for donald trump somebody that changed the 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 when they had the special commission that determined that donald trump really really did lie really did get help from the russians really all those things they came out ahead of the thing and this attorney general lied for donald trump and even this particular attorney general came and told the truth there was no Nothing wrong with the election. We need to point that out to those people constantly. And I'm not just talking about us because many times they don't listen to us. But the ones that need to make this clear are those in power, right? So, so I'm, I'm happy for what Joe Scarborough did. I'm happy for what Mika Brzezinski did. Uh, I'm happy for what uh, Liz Cheney did. And actually, I think out of all of them, Liz Cheney is likely the best one when she comes out and she says in her tweet and that she has been saying, and by the way, I am not a Liz Cheney fan. She is a ultra conservative that completely goes against the social nature of people, that the, the, the things that people need. But she was right. And her tweets, and, and she is more right with her party than many of us Democrats. I mean, we have the commission now. The, the January 6th commission, uh, we are going to see it, what their performance is. But a lot of folks are saying 
their their performance is a lot. They 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 put out subpoenas and uh, to 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 bring Bannon and several of these guys in. When Bannon and these guys throw it in their face and say we are not showing up, and the judge says that the the subpoenas are correct, what is the commission the congressional commission going to do? Will they go ahead and send out the marshals to arrest them? Or will they just complain in front of the media? We need to start showing power. We need to start showing that we're not going to get those who attempted to overthrow the government, those who attempted to inflict a coup on the United States of America, to get away with it. And right now, to be honest, too many are getting away with the coup. Anyway, I want to give a little soft moment here. Um, this is a uh, while on um, watching TV. I was watching MSNBC uh, operations um, White House. I mean, it was fun to watch because what happened is it turns out that a baby stole the show. I want you to take a look at this, and then we'll take it on the other side because it. I, I think it is touching. I think it is funny, and uh, I think it's actually, let me see, worth a watch. Let me make sure I got, I had some new setups, because let me tell you, I adjusted our logo on the right, because one of you sent me a, a message saying, look, I am tired of seeing the Politics Done Right logo on the right-hand side that is blocking me from seeing the entire picture. So what I decided to do is do what my audience asked, and that is modify the link. Here we go. The sweetest thing on Deadline White House today with Nicole Wallace. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. I cannot overstate how dangerous it is for our country that legislators continue to lie to voters in order to get them to support restrictions on their own constitutional voting rights. There's... <laughs> We're not without a remedy. I mean, federal voting rights legislation undoes all of that. Are you, do you feel that there's a disconnect with Democrats in the Senate? Yes, I think this is no longer the time to, um, to wait and see if others... Hello. <laughs> if others... <laughs> Come back. The future of democracy is in its hands. <laughs> this is no longer a time to ensure... I mean, this is a time to be bold. This is a time to step up and use the constitutional authority of the federal government to protect all of us in the states. Uh, we're doing everything we can in the states to protect access to the vote. Uh, but the time is now. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news. Now, I thought that was a touching moment. Now, let me just say something. And by the way, folks, um, that was an old video. So that I didn't by then I hadn't yet corrected the logo. So forgive me. And for that person that is now watching, hey, Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Rose Williams, welcome aboard. Nanette Bird-Smith, welcome aboard. And of course, there's Bruce Pollard. Uh, we don't, you know, this change of time, it's going to take us a while, I guess, before people find out. Or even if some of our oldies can come at this new time, I sure hope that they can. Our live oldies would come at this time. Anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. Um. I, I started to think about this, right? I've seen that sort of a child bombing of um, the parent more with women than I have with men. I think I've seen it with men a couple of times. With women, I think one time. I mean, with, with women all of the times. 
Cindy Howe Reno. Good morning. How are you doing, Cindy Howe? Welcome aboard. So, I mean, uh, but at first I, I was about, you know, does this normally happen? Was this, does this really happen with men? Because, you know, it, it always seems like the women as a caretaker, these things happen more with them. So just, just saying, just saying, I just thought it was a, it's a, it, it's a piece that needed exploring. Anyhow, today is Columbus Day, isn't it? Is it? In, or is it Indigenous Day? You know, a lot of people are mad because Joe Biden decided to say, and, I, and, and, and come on and say uh, today is also Indigenous Day. They are upset. He's trying to rewrite history. He's trying to do this. And, you know, I, I remember earlier on, and I want to tell you a story with my daughter. My daughter, who is in rehab right now, this is when she was in elementary school. And my daughter came home and she was saying something. I don't remember. I don't remember the story exactly, but this is the story as I, Christopher Columbus. This is the story as I'm going to retell it because the core of it is what occurred. The, what led up to it, I don't quite remember, but it was something to the effect of we were talking about Christopher Columbus. Okay. Discovering America. And then all the people came and said, no, it was Vespucius America who discovered America. I don't know. But I said, here's what always irked me, even as a child back in Panama. You know, in Panama, we learned this particular history in Spanish. So his name is not Christopher Columbus, it's Cristobal Colón. So we always learned that Cristobal Colón vino al, al país con la, la, la Pinta, la Maria y la Santa, la Pinta, la Niña, la Santa Maria. Those were the three ships that he sailed to America on. The Niña, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. And um, we learned that, right? And he came to the he came to the Americas. Uh, actually, it was I think the Bahamas, if I remember correctly, and discovered this this country and all of that, right? And then, so we were talking about that with my daughter in in the states now, and I said, Ashley, have you ever thought that how it feels if you have an indigenous person, a Native American? sitting in your class, which there are several Native Americans that likely will sit in her class, and had to hear every time Christoph, this great sailor, Christopher Columbus, discovered America. And he even has a, 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 he has cities named after him, statues named after him. I said what would have been more apropos is Christopher Columbus discovered America for the Europeans, right? or for some Europeans, specifically Italian, Spain, and Portugal, right? That would have been more apropos. But to teach a, an audience that this great sailor discovered this country and not to inform what this sailor did. This sailor took on slaves, the indigenous slaves, and took some back. This sailor raped, as, as uh, Rose Williams point out, serial rapists. This sailor uh, killed a lot of indigenous people, forcing them to find gold. A lot of, I mean, I, we're talking genocide here. And we, are, we, we have a holiday celebrating that. So some may say, well, what, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to not celebrate George Washington who had slaves and, and, uh, and Jefferson who had slaves and unlikely impregnated a slave as well and there, you know, we have a big reckoning to do in a multicultural society. A big reckoning to do. 
And this doesn't have to do with, you know, one, you know, one particular group just holding the other group as you did this or your people did this. It's not about that at all. Because everybody's people, whatever that means, did something to somebody. What, where we have to get, it's not about people feeling guilt about what their ancestors did. Because I can imagine some of my ancestors back on the motherland, some part of Africa, did some stuff too. Okay? And I am honest enough to acknowledge that possibility, that likelihood. But I am, but you don't find us celebrating those people who affected that people and say, oh, well, the founding fathers created this great nation and because of that, you know, what are we to do with all their monuments? Put them in museums and say, these guys had two pieces to them. And the, there are certain pieces to them that for people like myself and indigenous people, they find very few redeeming qualities in them. Very few redeeming qualities. But we honor that you may want to honor some in some sort of respect, but please don't ask those who were oppressed by these to somehow feel that adoring loyalty to them. And that's, that is what I, and I think Biden, whether he has that in his heart now or he's crossing the T's and dotting and putting the dots on the I's, Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know if it's from the heart or it's from the mind, but it doesn't matter because all that matters is the action that affects people. And in celebrating Indigenous Days, Indigenous Day, in celebrating that we have a group and acknowledging that they were maligned, that they were taken advantage of, that they were murdered, that they, they were effect, a genocide was effected on them, makes a huge difference to I don't like to call it necessarily reconciliation, but saying, I know we did you wrong. Bridge MCP says, once again, it's time to celebrate Columbus Day. Yet the stunning truth is, if Columbus, if Christopher Columbus were alive today, he would be put on trial for crimes against humanity. Columbus' reign of terror, as documented by noted historians, was so bloody, his legacy so unspeakably cruel that Columbus makes a modern villain like Saddam Hussein look like a pale codfish. You're so right. Columbus Day, as we know it in the United States, was invented by the Knights of Columbus, a Catholic fraternal service organization. I didn't know that. Back in the 1930s, they were looking for a Catholic hero as a role model their kids could look up to in 1934. As a result of lobbying by the Knights of Columbus, Congress and President Franklin Roosevelt signed Columbus Day into law as a federal holiday to honor this courageous explorer, or so we thought, because 11 Italians were killed in Florida, nothing to do with the thousands of POCs murdered, raped, etc. Thank you for the history. Like I said, I have uh, some of the best listeners, watchers, sharers, everything, because you guys know the material. Rose Williams says, I think the nation of Germany handled this properly. Exactly, Rose. They teach the history, warts and all. 
you don't see monuments, however, that honor Gurin, Goebbels, Hitler, etc. And it's illegal. And if you do anything anti-Semitic, you go to jail in, in, in uh, Germany. So uh, you're absolutely right about that, Rose. Man, I got me my peeps. Uh, Rose says, honestly, I don't know why we celebrate such an awful human being. It's amazing. You know, and, and, and Rose, the reason why is, look, I'm, I'm, I'm from Panama. And even in Panama, in other words, Los Españoles también, right? Spain and all of they they all revere Columbus because again he came over and he brought riches to the to the kingdoms, right? But they don't always say, you know, I, I I have a quick story here, another quick story. This is important. I there's a particular group that read my my book, um, uh, How to Make America Utopia, and they 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 couldn't understand why I was so anti what the type of capitalism that we that we support right which didn't start recently it started yay yonder I mean even if you take a look at what uh, the, in, the, the, the the Indian the Indian industry, the Indian company East India Company etc how they went ahead and took advantage of people all over capitalize them etc and th this person said, Egberto, why is it that you're so against this kind of investment, etc.? Because I was talking about stocks are, are, stocks are an abstraction that allows companies to hurt others in your favor. In other words, uh, let's give an example. You own stock in Exxon. Exxon kills people in Nigeria uh, as they try to lay pipeline and uh, over people's lands. I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying that is an absolute true. I'm just using that as an example. Uh, hello, uh, Puffin. Welcome aboard. So you have all these uh, you have all these corporations doing all these wrong things. You own you own stock in them to make a profit. You don't see all of that. All you see is a financial instrument that pays you a dividend, makes you more wealthy. As this company does whatever it needs to do in the company's name. To make you, an individual stock person, a profit. Completely abstracted from the evil done by the corporation. And so I looked at her and she said, Egberto, it, it's not a bad thing. Look how many people invested in uh, these companies that came to the United States and they made a profit from creating things. And I think some of the people on the, on the call, on the Zoom, this was a book club. I saw what, and by the way, if you want my books, please go get it. Politicsonright.com slash books. Politicsonright.com slash books. Anyway, so in that, in the book that's called um, How to Make America Utopia, when she said that, I, you know, I, I listen attentively. I always listen to the people that are there. And she said, as she was talking, another guy started to smirk because he knew what the answer was. The answer was, right, all these people were investing in these companies that were coming over to America to grow sugar, to grow bananas, to grow coffee, to bring back gold. And in the process of doing that, they had to murder, kill, maim, enslave. So your investment in this company, while it seemed like a benevolent thing, you were investing in the murder, genocide, pilfer, and many other things. But you were abstracted from it. So you could wear a nice tie, a nice dress, and seem to be benevolent. And those are the things we don't see as Americans. People used to say things like, why do they hate Americans? They don't hate Americans. They hurt, they hate 
what American companies and American government do in other countries abstracted from the actual American people. Americans are loved all over the world. That's why we follow our trends. But those are the things we have to understand. Those are the things. We're at the halfway mark, which is a time when I ask all you wonderful people to support Politics Done Right. So how can you support Politics Done Right? To support Politics Done Right, please go ahead and... Con hey, Tory Mercer, the majority of Cristobal Colón's actual crimes happened before 1492 when he was running a slave ship between Africa and some sugarcane plantations controlled by Italians. Uh, I didn't know that one, but you're a professor, so you know that kind of stuff, Tori. Anyhow, folks, if you want to support Politics Done Right, please consider, uh, first, if you're on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, first of all, please give me a thumbs up. There are a bunch of you on YouTube right now, but I only have three thumbs up. Come on, please. I ask you so kindly, help the algorithm find us. Give me a thumbs up on, on, on YouTube. Give me a like on Politics Done Right under the video. But anyhow, you want to support us. Go ahead and please uh, click that join button if you are on YouTube and become a part of our PDR Posse. I explain it. Once you hit that join button, I explain what you need to do. So please so kindly do that. If you are not on YouTube, but you do want to support us on YouTube with the PDR Posse, please go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. If you want to support us on Patreon, we need a thousand YouTube supporters and a thousand Patreon supporters. We're far from that number on either. So we are not going to be really independent and not blowing everything that I have until we're able to get that. So I can also get some help. Even here in DC, it, 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 it's a non-sleep effort. Anyhow, go ahead and support us, please, at politicsandright.com slash Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. That's another web support. And of course, there's always the good old PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You can either give a one-time contribution or a subscription to what we do. Help us continue to put this message out, enlighten folks Together, like how many of you have just enlightened me, you know, Bridge MCP just gave us a story that I didn't know. Uh, and likewise, did Rose. Likewise, did Tory Mercer. We are. A, it is not me just spouting things off. One of the reasons I do this is yes, I read a lot and I try to learn a lot of stuff. I try to put out a lot of stuff to those who don't know. But many of you who come to this show also know and teach quite a bit. Teach me as well quite a bit. I'll give you an update on Ashton a little bit, Bridge MCP. Uh, you can also support us at politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. That these, this support is for our, our on, ongoing funding. Please consider getting our books. Get our books at politicsandright.com slash books. And you can get our t-shirts, our hats, and all of that at our store by going to politicsandright.com slash store. And, you know, if you want a, a catch-all for all the links of how you can support us, it's at politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. Ashley update. Ashley, uh, after being about 10 days in ICU, and in ICU, I think about seven or eight days in ICU, and then two days in uh, an area where, you know, just out of ICU, they transported her to... Um, they transported her to the rehab, extensive rehab center on Saturday. I think it was on Saturday. And she has been there now. They, they, they got her standing up, uh, not going to the bathroom by herself yet or anything. 
she just sent me a text says, I just finished lunch. They had her, they were checking out her eyes. They were checking out some movements, etc. So she's doing fine. She's not uh, completely independent. Well, she's not at all independent yet. In fact, when she tells me, daddy, I want to come home. I'm like, you can't come home until you can do all the things you could do before. And that's why you're at that place so that they can actually get you there. I need help uh, for them to teach me how to best help you. They have to teach me the kinds of things that I need to do. So um, that's why you're there. And she's going to be there for quite a few days, maybe a couple of weeks or so. But I mean, the thing about it is uh, she's doing so far much better. Um, I'll be here to make sure she continues to do better. I thank you guys so kindly. And for those of you who are just joining us, I just need to big, give a big kudos to our PDR Posse to our family, to our, to our, to the PDR Posse family and friends, okay? And by the way, PDR Posse are family and friends, but I also mean family that's not PDR Posse and friends that are not PDR Posse. But just know that if you're a member of the PDR Posse, you're automatically my family. Rose is my family. Bridge MCP is my family. Uh, Puffin is my family. All you folks are my family. Tony Mercer is my family. Bruce Pollard is my family. All of you guys, I consider family. I believe in the village, the village. So, um, so again, she's miserable, my daughter. She hates being away from home. Cindy, your family. So, uh, you know, so I mean, um, so suffice it to say, I am feeling a lot better than I did last week. I am feeling a lot better than being stuck on a plane, not knowing the state of my daughter. And I'm feeling a lot better after landing in D.C., getting a call from my wife and said she's bleeding again. I feel much better because it seems like this could be, that could be the, if, if, if what the doctor says, and let me just tell you what the doctor says. My daughter had the AVM and they said they believe the bleed occurred when the AVM collapsed. If that is correct, that was a one-time bleed from that defect that got correct, corrected. And we hope that is the case. We hope that's the case. Okay, uh, she must be feeling better if she gets feisty. Oh, yes. You know, I mean, uh, she gives her dad hell. And I just have to take it. But that's what dads are for. Uh, let's see. Nanette Birdsmith, her stubbornness will work in her favor for an expedited recovery. Love you, Nanette. I think you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right on that. Okay, I, I, I did my ask already. So what I need to do is continue with the program. And what I want to play here is uh, the other big lie. The other big lie. Let me play that for you and then we'll take it on the other side. We all know what the big lie is, you know. But do you know what the other big lie is? I want you to listen to General Max Masters on Farid Zakaria and you'll understand how they get away decade after decade with the next big lie, or I should say with the other big lie. Yes, Trump, big lie about winning the election is a big one, but maybe this one is even bigger. Check this out. China today. They're not very good. There's not much communication, not much contact. The report of General Milley calling his Chinese counterpart in the middle of the, the you know, American crisis because he got wind of the fact that the Chinese thought that the U.S. was uh, about to invade. 
This all sounds very scary. Shouldn't we have better communications with the Chinese? Well, there are communications with the Chinese. You just saw President Biden speak with uh, Xi Jinping. You saw the, the U.S. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, meet with Yang Jinshir. The problem is, a lot of times that communication really doesn't amount to much. And what you're seeing is really a Chinese Communist Party that is much, much more aggressive, Fareed. And we've seen it internationally, right, with this wolf warrior diplomacy. I mentioned the campaign of economic coercion uh, aimed, at, aimed at Australia. So I, I think having lines of communication open or one thing, but I don't know if, if the Chinese Communist Party leadership on the other end is, is listening. I think that they also have a perception these days, Fareed, that we're weak, right? They've been watching the traumas we've gone through, you know, of a pandemic, a recession associated with a pandemic, the social and, and racial divisions laid bare by George Floyd's murder, the vitriolic partisanship that that, that culminated in, a, in an assault on the Capitol. And, and, and I think they're looking at all this and they're thinking, hey, the United States is weak. If they're also looking at our defense budget, our defense budget, I don't think is doing enough, Fareed, to make up for really what has been a bow wave of deferred modernization to answer some of the asymmetric capabilities that, that the Chinese Communist Party, People's Liberation Army have developed. I mean, they've, they have increased their defense spending 400 percent since 1995. And so I think it's really important for the United States, Japan, uh, Australia, and we saw the new, you know, the AUKUS agreement, right, between uh, Australia, the UK, and the United States. These are all positive developments. But I'll tell you, Fareed, we're behind, as you mentioned, you know, in a speech uh, just a few days ago, the Taiwanese Minister of Defense said, hey, by 2025, the People's Liberation Army may be able to accomplish its objectives on Taiwan by the use of force at, a, at low cost. I am lost. Why did Fareed Sakari just stay there and allow him to say, we are behind? Our military is behind. We got to build more. We have to spend more on the military. Listen to this number. America spends more than the next eight, the next eight countries combined on their defense budget. Again, more than the next eight countries combined. China has more than four times the population of the United States. And still, they have a third or probably uh, about 30%, or actually a third, about a third of their spending that we have. We spend about six, $700 billion a year, plus or minus. They spend $250 billion a year, plus or minus. In other words, we multiply several times in the amount we spend compared to them. So what the hell are we talking about? We are behind. We are behind. We should be cutting our budget completely way down. Again, on the per capita basis, China is spending pennies compared to what the United States is spending. Why do we tolerate this type of information? Farid Sakaria is a straight shooter. It seems like he, he kind of wanted to cut off the general when the general started to say, we are behind. I mean, he, he kind of got in there. Uh, I didn't play the entire cut. He cut the uh, conversation right there. But he should have gone out of his way to say, how can we say we're behind when we're two or three times more in spending than China, when we spend more than eight, than the eight other countries combined for our defense? This is a sham, and folks, you have to understand it so that when the Republicans put out stuff about, we need to fund the military, or the right-wing Democrats put out, we need to fund the military, you know that they are simply pulling one over you. You need to fund Americans. That's what needs to be funded.
Absolutely so. Absolutely so. I mean, you know, I I saw that yesterday, right? And remember, they weren't talking about defense budgets or anything like that. They were just talking about China exerting its influence over Taiwan. They were talking about China starting to, uh, you know, look at America as if, well, you know, um, America is getting weak because look at what happened to coup, etc. But he somehow had to put in there that we are falling behind with the defense budget. We are falling behind in spending money. We have to upgrade. What the hell is he talking about? We spend more than the next eight. And these are the things that placed into people's psyche. People don't understand this. When I talk about, I'm going I'm to talk to you guys on, in the, in the, that you, what you're putting in a minute. But here's what I want. Welcome aboard, uh, Rose, uh, brother Rose. Rose and I grew up together in Panama. Como estas, Al Rose? Nanette Birds, actually, let me, before I finish that, let me go ahead and come here. We need to seize Facebook while the pressure is on. Arrest Zuckerberg, nationalize Facebook, me. Well, I think anytime something becomes a, a um, commodity, a not only a commodity, but a um, utility, we have to either put strong restrictions on it or nationalization, one or the other. And people say, well, you're nationalizing, that is communist. No, it's not. It's not. When you reach a certain point with society, you do what's best for the society. And some, you know, I never heard a capitalist. Have you ever heard the capitalist complaining about, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, eminent domain. When they want to build a toll road through private lands. I want you all to think about that. They never complain about eminent domain when they want to build a private toll road through through personal lands, right? Oh, they don't say, oh, you're taking away that from the person. Or when a gas company is trying to lay pipes in a farmer's yard, farmer's land, they never say, oh, you're encroaching on the privacy or whatever. But when a utility, uh, when a corporate you becomes a corporation becomes a utility, it's somehow communistic. If you go ahead and say, okay, now that Everybody depends on this resource. It has to be heavily regulated or it has to be nationalized. Like in the case of the oil industries, I think they should be nationalized. But that's for another day. Uh, slow going, but the turtle won the race. Yes, uh, yes, uh, Bridge MCP. One way to get democracy is stop the threats against it. Trump, Facebook, and all. I agree with you, Puffin. Rose says she must be feeling better if she's getting feisty. Yes, she's always feisty, man. Once she's better. Uh, her stubbornness will work in her favor. Thank you, Nanette. You're right about that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Al Rose says, hi, Eggy. Yes, you just just take the hell. What, what, what went around comes around. Oh, you're trying to tell me that I gave you hell, Al. What can I say? Anyway, continuing. My other big lie is Facebook. I, don't, I didn't know they were used to elect Trump. They did know. And Bolsonaro using 150,000 fake accounts. Exactly. Bridge MCP, it, it's, he nuts more military money. These guys never get enough. I'm going to tell you something about military money after that. Putin has an artificial intelligent nuclear sub called Poseidon. We don't need to outdo that. We need to protest it. Exactly. It's, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Bruce, it's because our cost is much higher. Our cost is much higher because it is theft. When a defense contractor builds some uh, uh, airplane for a billion dollars, you know it's theft. When, when they build an aircraft carrier for several billion dollars, it's theft. 
when uh, they charge $30 per swipe in Iraq for people's food, it is theft. Even as they're using cheap food and cheap labor, it is theft. Rose Williams says, sounds like everything in this country, more spending on healthcare without benefits, etc. Why is our spending so inefficient? It's ours. Look, they like inefficient spending because inefficiency is the profit of those who pilfer. In other words, they want many insurance companies because if in that confusion, you can skim a lot of money, right? They want all these things. I mean, it's so simple to have one pair. So you don't have to have all these. Let me see this insurance, except this, 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 that. No, you don't need all of that. But they don't want that. They don't want that. Okay. Terry Mercer. Tory Mercer. Taiwan and China were both dictatorships a couple of decades ago. And I was like, flip a coin. Things change. Taiwan is a very progressive democracy now, and it's a worthy cause. Not only that, they have great health care. My agent in in in, uh, in in Taiwan loves it. To help them with self-determination by any means necessary. Putin, no, it's a total lie. If we end war voluntarily, we can keep money for fun for a while, or we can we end war and money. Also, I find with communism personally, I think Jesus is Antifa and communist. <laughs> That's funny. Taiwan is a cool part of China, like California is a cool part of the United States. I've been to Taiwan. I've been to China. I've been to Xi'an, China. I've been all over Taiwan, including to those sulfur hot fats, all that good stuff in Taiwan. When I had Willie's Computer Software Company and going there to make deals. Um, and actually, the truth of the matter is I actually love China and Taiwan. I enjoy the real Chinese food, which is nothing like you really see out here. Oh my God, what did I, we have another video. I better get with that video. And it goes as follows. I think this one is important. Build Back Better. I think Farid Sakadia just did a, an ad for Build Back Better. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side because I think this is rather important. The big lie continues. Steve Scalise on Fox News Joe Scarborough really called him out. Listen to this, and then we'll check it out on the, the big lie is alive and We all know what the big lie is, you know? But do you know what the other big lie is? I want you to listen to General big Lie continues. Steve Scalise on Fox News. Joe Scarborough really called him out. Listen to this, and then we'll check it out on the the big lie is alive and well among Republican leadership. Yesterday, the number two House Republican, Minority Whip Steve Scalise, repeatedly refused. Y'all are going to have to forgive me for that one. It seems like there's a, a video corruption or let me see if that was my boo-boo because I need to get this one here with Farid Sakaria because the Build Back Better is important. Oh, brothers and sisters, it seems like on this one, I may have screwed. Let's see if this is it. Let's see if this is it. Let's see. The big lie continues. No, it's not. Steve Scalise. I guess on Fox I screwed News, up. Joe Scarborough. I'm going to really have call to him out. Listen to this. For and then we'll check it out. On I don't know what I did there. The big lie is alive and well among Republican leadership. Yesterday, 
The number two House Republican, Minority Whip Steve Scalise, repeatedly refused to say the 2020 election wasn't stolen when pressed by Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday. Do you think the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump? Well, Chris, all right. That, I, I think that was my mistake. I, I probably screwed up again. I was rushing to do uh, rushing to do a whole lot of things, including calling the liaison at um, at my daughter's rehab place. So I may have screwed that up. Anyhow, uh, let me talk to you guys. You guys tell me. P- Petition Queen says it seems to be running okay, Egberto. So far, so good. P- uh, Bridge MCP says video was working, Egberto. Um, yeah, but it was the wrong uh, video. The video that I need to show is the Build Back Better video. And it seems like I got the wrong thing and I'm going to have to fix that. So I'll, I'll play the Big Back, the Build Back Better video tomorrow because it was a good piece inside of Farid Sakaria. I'll have it in a blog tonight. But for those who don't read the blogs, you'll get it. Those who will get it already can keep on talking. Puffin says, deep breath. You got this. <sighs> you're right. I got this. Puffin Rose, given the stuff you're dealing with, don't sweat the small stuff. Thank you, my beautiful Rose. Hey, just like your name, Rose, beautiful, hermosa, preciosa. All right. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Puffin says, I heard Jaden X, John Sullivan, who filmed and led the Trump surrection is the son of Kevin Sullivan, who was retired from the Air Force for selling nuclear fuses to Taiwan. Unverified rumor, but I don't know. I don't see a person called Puffin or Putin. Where is he chatting from? He is chatting from, Puffin is chatting from YouTube. Uh, Let's say, please mention Norman's piece. Thank you for reminding me. Let me actually go find Norman's piece. Norman Reynolds wrote a piece. Actually, he wrote it a few weeks ago, probably a couple weeks, two or three weeks ago. And I needed to format it, and I didn't do so. And I didn't want to just throw it up there. Wanted to do a few things to it first. You know, make sure it looked nice on the thing. And what I'm going to do is in, in the link is give you guys an, a link to Norman's article, which was tops. And if, if, if you hear Rose and Bridge talk about Norman's article and how good it was, you know that it's good. So here is Norman article right in there. All right. Don't sweat the small stuff, Rose says. Yes, I won't. Uh, Bridge, yeah, don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty. (laughs) I love you guys. I love you guys. Anyhow, folks, if you are on YouTube, give me that thumbs up. I need that for the algorithm. Give me that thumbs up. And if you are on, uh, what is the other one? Uh, Facebook Live, give me that thumbs, that like. And Bruce says, NR is right on. But you know, yes, he is. Norman's piece was awesome. Great read. Very deep. You know, it's funny because he's, when he sent it to me, right? He said, Egberto, what you think? And I read the piece and I'm like, damn, Norman. This one is deep, dude. This one is deep. And he said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, we got to get this one up here. But like I said, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to go ahead uh, beforehand and just release the article. So last night I was going through all my emails of the to do, to do, to do, to do. And I'm like, I've had this one here long enough. And the, the, here's the problem with Norman Reynolds article though. The guy never gives me a title when he writes. Look at all this stuff. 
Those titles aren't Norman Reynolds titles. Those are poorly developed titles by me. I wish the man would title his product because it is damn good. Our individual existence is precarious. That's the best I could come. It's such a in detail article. I, the, the, if, I, if I really gave it the right kind of title, the title would be, I can't do it that way. It would be, where, 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 where is the camera? Yay big. By that I mean huge. Puffin says, this is the best political show on YT. Thanks for including everyone and allowing free speech, unique and powerful people power. I normal a typo. <laughs> uh, okay, if you find it, whatever typos you find, just send it out, uh, Bruce. For you guys who don't know, Bruce is a guy who edited uh, my book, um, How to Make America Utopia. So go get the book, please, How to Make America Utopia. And by the way, if you see any more typos in How to Make America Utopia, don't tell me. Tell Bruce. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Bruce. I'm messing with you, Bruce. <laughs> I'm messing with you, Bruce. Um, but no, come to me. I'll, I'll, I'll fix the title. I'll fix whatever needs to be fixed. But I, I have to give my peeps. So I, I like to, I'll, before we go, we're almost out of time, but I like to always highlight all of those that are doing above and beyond. Everybody you see in the room right now have been instrumental. Bruce is a big supporter of Politics and Right Vote on KPFT and the one that we do online at Coffee Party and other places. And I want to thank you for that. Rose William, big supporter of Politics and Right. And she even every, every so often she'll go into the back end of our website and she'll fix something that I screw up on. Rose Williams will do that. So I want to thank you for that. Bridge MCP is always there today. She reminded me, Egberto, you fool, go ahead and change the time and date on the politicsandright.com slash TV. You have it wrong. I made sure to fix it. If, 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 if Bridge MCP tells me to do it, you know it gets done. All right. Uh, let's see who else. Al Rose, a great supporter and a dear friend of mine to the heart. We grew up together. Uh, let's see who else uh, that I see in here. Puffin, a newcomer. We'll get we'll get the love together, uh, Puffin. Uh, newcomer, well, Tory Mercer, big supporter at KPFT, is always there for me. Including, he, he even has some uh, so, some uh, poems that he did at politics at EgbertoWillis.com. Great author as well. Uh, we have in the room as well. And you notice, I know my people. I I know my people. We have and I'm, Nanette Birdsmith, great supporter as well in in uh, as part of the PDR Posse. Al Rose, a PDR Posse member as well. Cindy How Ranu, newcomer, but you we, we'll give you the love too, Cindy. Uh, let's see who else we got here, and I'm I'm just scrolling down because I have about two minutes to kill. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We've got uh, and if I miss you, just put something at the bottom so I can recognize you. Uh, who else is here? Uh, let's see. My eyes are deceiving me at this point in time. So, uh, and of course there is the princess. Uh, I just saw her. Cindy Seitz. Welcome aboard. Ashley's doing, uh, Ashley's doing better. Yes. Uh, getting better. We want her to keep getting strong. Thank you for putting, putting with Egberto Bruce. <laughs> He's trying to say thank you for putting up with me. He knows me a long time. I saw another person that I want to salute in here. Very important person. We are going to be doing some projects together. Together, Petition Queen. Love you, Petition Queen. Yes, we are going to be working together. As, and as much as I'm not in Houston right now, 
we'll be working together on our new project whenever you get that together we'll be doing a whole lot of good things we'll be doing a whole lot of good things so folks first of all i want to thank you all for being a part of politics done right those of you that are in the chat those of you that are just listening those of you that are on podcast i want to remind you that we do need your support so given in the last minute that's left of the show i'm going to throw those support links out again so please, if you are on YouTube, just click on that join button. Please become a part of our PDR Posse. We do need your support. We need to get up to a, uh, a, a, a thousand people on the PDR Posse. Uh, you can also, if you're not on YouTube, you can still become a YouTube, uh, an actual uh, YouTube member. And you do that by going to politicsunright.com slash YouTube, politicsunright.com slash YouTube. Yes, I know Petition Queen is Linda Curtis from the, the, the founder of the League of Independent Voters. And I love the work that she's doing. I love her. She's doing great work. Uh, likewise, we have politicsandright.com slash Patreon to support us on Patreon. Okay. We also have Politics and Right. And, and, and by the way, Petition Queen is a big supporter of Politics and Right as well. Thank you so kindly, Petition Queen, meaning uh, and everything that you do. Likewise, we have... Um, Support, you can support us at PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And get our books. That also helps us. That helps us. It's good reading and, and it helps us. Politicsandright.com slash books. I'm leaving the GoFundMe open just because parking is killing me. So feel free to support that as well. Look, we are at the one o'clock time. I got to go see my baby at two o'clock. So I'm going to be closing this baby out. Love you guys. Thank you guys, PDR Posse, friends, and family. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. I'll see you at noon Eastern, 11 Central, tomorrow again. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.